0: Welcome, mortals, to the new Actual Play podcast series brought to you by the Cast of Many Things podcasting group, where we will be playing a homebrewed version of the Dresden Files accelerated role-playing game developed by Evil Hat Productions. The Dresden Files RPG is based off of a series of urban fantasy novels by best-selling author Jim Butcher. It is set in a world not unlike our own, but one where wizards and warlocks, fairies and vampires... Gods and monsters are real and walk among us unbeknownst to the vast majority of humanity. So prepare yourself as we are about to enter the world of the Dresden Files. Howdy folks, my name is Matt, and I will be taking on the mantle of Game Master for this finale of our Dresden Files short shot with several of my friends here at the cast of Many Things, as we will be playing Dresden Files Accelerated. So, without further ado, let's get into this. Patrick. Hello everybody. I will be playing Tobias
1: Miller, the reporter, and now possible murderer.
0: Yes. (laughs) What? 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 (laughs) Shh. (laughs) Itchy trigger finger. (laughs) Chris. How about you?
2: I am Alistair McRory, grumpy old man, and voice of God now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And Faye?
4: Hello, I'm Faye, and I'll be playing Eliza Wraith.
3: (laughs) Lastly, Nathan. Hi, I'm Nathan. I will be playing Noah Anderson, apothecary, a student to the professor, friend to Eliza, and also friend to Tobias Trigger Discipline Miller.
2: (laughs) I think I'm going to use that voice of God every time I use, I say, children.
3: Yes, and also
0: Noah is proficient in ironing.
2: Oh, yeah. Iron, man. I
0: would
3: say Noah is proficient in irony. Oh.
4: Is that how that song goes, Chris? Yes.
3: Swing the iron over his head. Yeah.
0: He's dangerous within a six-foot range.
3: Steam, oh, steam, God. like, comes yeah. a circle.
4: Iron Man.
3: Fog machine not needed. Let's <laughs> get rid of these wrinkles. I'm gonna clean no, up this
1: city. that's not cotton.
4: <laughs> Are not you synthetic? Velour. Because
1: I'm gonna melt you.
4: <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God, it's so bad. No!
0: That's like all the puns in Masters of the Universe.
3: I love it. That guy's kind of fishy.
2: Oh, come
0: on. We all
3: <laughs> That was
2: really good. I really
3: enjoyed I, it. It is a universe where people are literally named by like exactly what they look like. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's like my name's Catrod, No kidding.
0: <laughs> I really wanted to see Ram Man though. I hope he's in season 2. I don't even know how that who that is, I want to see him. He's the one character where the the toy was not like the rest. It was just a single piece with a push in head.
2: You push him down and he pops up. <laughs> and he was like, he's like a, built like a dwarf, and yep. like you push him down. Like his his arms wouldn't move the figure or anything else. You just squish him down and then you put this little button on his belt that he would shoot out. Well, that's that makes what he perfect did. sense
3: because you can't keep a good ram down. Right.
2: Well, it's better than.
3: We won't get into wow. it, but there was always Fisto. So. <laughs> Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Let's play Dresden Files, where the characters have names that make sense. Yes, like Stinkor. What does he do? <laughs> <laughs> that was
0: Jason Muse, by the way. I know, I know. <laughs> okay, everybody. So, last time on the Dresden Files, we entered the Oliver Mansion, located in South Bend, as you had a lead to the book that the Fulmore were after, located in the library of this house. Which was owned by the National or the Local History Museum of South Bend. You managed to make your way inside through the basement. After grabbing a few uh, rudimentary weapons, you made your way upstairs, encountered a few guards, mafioso, whatever you want to call them. Eliza was able to distract one and lead him upstairs where she incapacitated him with a was it a needle? No. Sleep potion. Sleeping
4: potion.
3: Sleep potion he drank. That's no, right. we're not that yep. kind of apothecary, Matt. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and knocked him out and then while that was going on the three of you entered into a kind of a study of sorts where you heard a voice and managed to Uh, Not quite the way you imagine, but disable uh, another member of this... kill
2: him with fisticuffs.
0: (laughs) Yes, and shoot him in the shoulder accidentally as Tobias, a little bit trigger happy, uh, fired the gun that he wrestled away from him. And with the help of Alistair's word of God, voice of God, he was able to distract him enough to get the gun away and as we currently stand uh three of you are still inside this room on the first floor as this um
2: second floor because didn't we go from
0: yeah you're yeah. on the main level uh eliza okay
2: because without we yeah we were in the, the basement and then came up and then went up the stairs again i thought no, she eliza went up to the did.
0: third nope you guys stayed on the same level uh above the next floor up from the basement and then eliza went to the next floor up so sorry if that was confusing Okay. But uh, it doesn't really come into play much, um, not, unless sure. you jump out a window, I guess. But uh, God, Darn it, don't get me. <laughs> so, Eliza, you hear a gunshot go off as moments after this uh, perpetrator is knocked out from the potion you had him drink. Um, what do you do?
4: I immediately run downstairs.
0: Okay. As you make your way downstairs, uh, you can hear a scuffle Uh, around the corner from the stairs and see some shadows and you see uh, Noah kind of silhouetting this doorway as you can just barely make out the back of Alistair and you can't see uh, Tobias, but you can hear some scuffling going on. Um, What are you guys doing in the room as you now have this guy laying on the on the floor holding his shoulder just kind of waiting to see what you guys do with him?
1: Do I still have the gun in my hand?
0: That's up to you, I would think. You did. I do still have the gun in, in, in my hand.
1: It just kinda like I look I'm looking behind me. Um I, 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 didn't,
3: I, I didn't
1: mean to do that. I really swear it was an accident. It's uh, it's it's uh, alright. Uh, it's alright, John. Uh,
3: totally relaxed. don't worry, I didn't see anything. Pats him on the shoulder.
1: Just kinda looking in shock. Uh, hands are shaking a little bit. I'll take the gun from your hand.
3: (laughs) That's probably for the best.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: I'll hand him the flask of whiskey. You know what you're
0: going to be getting into now, don't you? Is the guy on the floors looking at you, Tobias, with murder in his eyes.
2: I don't even know who you
0: are. No, you know who I am. You did that story on our syndicate a few years back. Don't you remember?
1: I wasn't about you. Syndicate.
0: Who do you think I work for, you idiot?
1: That's you're not the Syndicate. He, he, he's just looking confused with everything and all the excitement that just happened. He can't think straight. It's still in the moments of processing. Uh, um. Uh, oh man.
2: I. I uh, uh, I'm going to hand the gun to uh,
1: Noah. Noah,
2: thank you. And I'm going to walk over to him with my sword, like lightly put it next to his head, and like. What are you doing here, exactly? He
0: looks up at you, a little bit of fear showing in his eyes now. We were just hired to do a job, to accompany this gentleman who hired our services through the Syndicate. He's going to kill you, you know.
1: Who is going to kill us? You'll find out. Is he here? Is he here in the building?
0: (laughs) Oh, you better hope not, you better hope he got out
2: said, we've seen two of you so far. How many were you?
0: (laughs) I'm not saying a word, old man. You shot me.
1: I will take the sword and put it into the bullet hole. I was thinking of doing something stupid like that myself.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As you do this, you, you feel sick to your stomach all of a sudden, Alistair. As if what you're doing just feels wrong. And... You just get this overwhelming feeling that it's probably not something that the power behind this sword would approve of.
4: Oh. God doesn't want you to do this.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> it's right there. Thou shalt not torture people by sticking swords in pollutants.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah. Which one of the uh, commandments what was that, that again? <laughs> what of 47. the...
0: 47. 11b.
1: 15.
0: 15 <laughs> commandments. Uh, Do you continue, or do you pull it away?
2: I'm worried about the kids. No, I will continue to.
0: Okay. He starts to kind of groan. Barnabas. Barnabas is his name. He's in the library. Go ahead. Go see if your sword will help you with him.
2: Okay. I shall. Do you have anything in your little pouch to... Tie this individual
0: of Noah. You would be there by now, Eliza, if you walked down to the room.
3: Okay. Uh, Noah has a gun in one hand and an iron in the other and is kind of like, uh...
4: You could use the cord of the iron.
3: Yeah, he hands the iron to... <laughs> he hands the iron <laughs> to Alistair.
4: Eliza walks in and is like, oh, I, I took care of the... Oh, no. It was an accident.
3: Noah, what do you have there? A gun! It was It was, um, it was an accident. Yes, yeah. yeah, your uh.
2: poor reporter friend decided to, um... <clears throat> take his shot. Yeah, accidentally... he wasn't
4: throwing it away. <laughs> <laughs> Did only Nate get the uh, joke? I need a minute. So yeah, I will t-
2: tie him up with the cord of the still hot iron. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah, it's about six foot long, so if you wanted to, you could either cut it off at the base of the iron or just leave the iron attached if you wanted. Just a put, a d-
1: put the iron on his belly. <laughs>
3: The Meanwhile, I'm just yes. like,
4: who is this guy? What? Why is he shot? What are we doing? What's happening?
3: Uh, he works for a, um, somebody named Barnabas. And um, Toby was a little, uh, I need to teach Toby about uh, not. God damn it It was an about accident. About where the safety is. Yeah, it was the an safety accident. The, no, we uh, know it was an accident. It was fine. It was fine. It worked right. out. It all worked out. But we got to go find this um, uh, Barnabas, who might still be here. And is after, apparently, um, dangerous. Yeah, after the
1: guy's tied up, uh, I'm gonna check his pockets.
4: And Eliza's gonna ask, okay, so where's Barney? In the library.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wooden
1: candlestick. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> I was sneaking <laughs> the candlestick
1: too, man.
4: <laughs>
0: Barnabas said. is in the library with the book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I am checking his pockets, looking for anything. A wallet, uh, a phone. It was Tobias with the revolver in the library. Da-da-da. Mission solved.
0: <laughs> um, he's got a pretty decent sized bankroll with a money clip. Um, probably easily about $1,500 in cash. Um, doesn't have a wallet. Uh, he's not currently carrying any ID on him. Uh, but he does have um, various little like, you know, receipt for like a lunch or something like that. But uh, seems to be pretty light as far as carrying anything other than the gun that he had. But. He's got that money.
3: Hey, Matt. Yes. What do you have for lunch?
1: I was gonna, I was gonna actually just improv that shit. <laughs> like, oh, go ahead, Pat. Did you, did you really eat four Crunchwrap Supremes? That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one's bad <laughs> enough. <laughs> Someone's going to have the
2: shits. Yes. <sighs>
4: as you're tying him up and as you're like robbing him, Eliza's just thinking to herself like, he can't be awake right now. And walks up to him and just like she's this tiny girl, right? And just like punches him in the jaw to hopefully knock him out.
0: Oh, geez. Okay. We are going to roll a um, uh, force.
4: I'd like to use my vampiric physique, please, okay. and mark off another hungry.
0: <laughs> sure thing. What are you at right now? Will that, on that
4: add one to my force? Oh, I got one more. Okay. Nothing could
0: possibly go wrong with that. Before something
4: bad happens. Okay. Do I add one to my force if I do that?
0: It should say under um, your vampiric when you use it either one or two. Some of them are different based on the feet or the um, aspects. Um, Just, yeah, go ahead and add one.
4: Sounds good. Oh, that's very good. Okay, so that's a five.
0: (laughs) A plus five? Wow. I'm not even going to roll since he's already kind of woozy from losing some blood. Um, Yeah, you smack him right in the chin and it kind of clocks his head to the side a little bit. You're worried for a second. You may have snapped his neck like you hit him a little too hard, but then you kind of Check and you see him kind of like, uh, like sputtering breath when you get knocked out. Like, <laughs> you know, he's just kind of like sitting there, just kind of stiff after you're getting knocked out. But he's oh, it's out. That was a
4: plus two plus per two, box yeah. of hungry checks. So six. So that was actually a six. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Is there like a split lip with any blood that ended up getting on her hand? Maybe. No. 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 Got a the chin
3: enough though. So. Not that kind of vampire. It's and, a perfectly and punch. But,
2: but and I was just, I looked out and I was just like. Well, I was just going to use the hilt of the sword, but good job, young lady.
4: Just kind of like, ow, I've never punched anybody before. That really hurts.
0: It's really good form. It's
4: not like in the
2: movies. (laughs) So what do you guys do? So we know there's at least one more here. I say we head to the library and find this Barnabas.
4: Okay, so listen, I'm a vampire. Yes? Apparently. (laughs) So I can do things. Like, I just punched out this, like, huge dude. So maybe I should just go first. Aren't you Uh... hungry?
2: I don't think that's the best idea. Trust me, my powers are more powerful than yours right now, young lady. And I don't think, well, it's your call. But until you feed, you're still very weak.
4: I mean, I'm kind of hungry.
0: Um, Would you rather we not? You hear behind you, uh, someone says... Why don't you give me the gun? As someone says it from behind. Who's ever closest to the doorway? That's probably Noah or Eliza, but Noah will turn around and look. Uh, You look and it's actually uh, Corvus. And he's looking a little hurt. Like, not like beat up, but like weak.
2: Oh good, you're hungry too, I take it.
0: Well, apparently one of you did something for me. A little difficult to get inside. Some of my power was left at the door.
2: Sorry about that. Couldn't be too careful, you know. I forgot about
0: that. I'm not going to be able to help in much as the way goes, so why don't you give me the gun that'll help even things out a bit? I imagine I'm the only one here that has used one before.
2: Well, I I tend to agree with you, unfortunately, but
4: yes.
0: Have you seen Barnabas?
4: Not yet. Apparently, he's in the library.
0: I'm warning you one last time. He is dangerous. He is powerful. These are just lackeys that he hired locally. Contractors. This guy's true for more. What? So watch yourself. And if anything goes wrong, I suggest you run, not fight. I
2: agree with him as 100%. Stay
0: not that I care, us. but the less damage, the better. Shall we? Does he, he holds his hand out as if waiting for someone to hand him the gun.
3: Uh, Noah looks at the professor. I'll nod. Give him the gun. Noah very slowly hands over the gun. He grabs it, nods very
0: slightly, checks the slide, pulls the clip out, looks at it, pops it back in smoothly. Shall we? If you don't mind, you first. I'll go with him. No, child.
4: When you look back at Eliza, you realize that she has the same look in her eyes as Corvus does um, after punching out this guy.
0: A little bit of a silvery glint in her eye. Protect the other two, child.
4: You know, I would like to. I don't think I can guarantee that right now. She looks at Corvus and goes, hey, do you know I was White Court Vampire?
0: Uh, Good. Maybe you can help, but... Your old friend here is probably correct. You're going to have to deflect any damage coming towards your friend's way because they aren't going to be able to stop what's coming. I might not be able to stop what's coming. This one, as he points at Alistair, something about him disturbs me. Have faith,
2: Corvus. have faith.
0: But do as you wish. As he looks at you again, Liza is like, you have power, child, trust me, but you look hungry. You better be careful.
3: There's body right there, like, right on the ground. We just don't have time
0: it. for her to take her first victim.
1: She already punched him in the face. Just whatever. whatever I'll you, explain what do you if, if we do? get out
0: of this. I'll explain later. You
4: see her kind of like make this like gesture, like go, go. Yeah. As
0: he starts walking down the hallway, gun very loosely at his side, but walking with a slight bow to his back as if still kind of weak.
2: I'll go right behind him.
0: Noah wants the iron back.
4: Is it cut off from the cord?
1: Mm-hmm. I will. Yes, yes, it's cut off from the cord. Okay.
4: Yeah, so Eliza will follow the professor. Okay. Who's taking and up the sure rear? Are following.
1: Uh, unfortunately, I'm taking up the rear, looking for anything I can grab to use as a possible weapon because I have nothing you other than. You
2: have still, don't you? Both you and the breaker stick. Yeah, thought so. Oh yeah. Oh, you oh didn't yeah, you? you
0: did. You did. I did. Yeah, because someone had the breaker. The, the breaker bridge. too. The yeah, bridge. that's what. That's what I had.
4: That's what I had. Okay. Didn't you have pliers?
0: <laughs> no, that was. You got a whole
3: toolbox, Pat, yeah. don't you remember? I think, he, I think that Toby had the, the like pliers yeah. and a cool cue, and then Eliza had the bridge.
4: Yes, I had the bridge and also a Phillips head screwdriver. Written it down.
3: The fact that it's Phillips head will be even very critical to the plot in a matter of
4: iron, Tobias pliers, Phillips head screwdriver. We're gonna need a flathead. That's
3: as a break, weapon. Break, yeah. no. yes. For the listener, Faye has Phillips head screwdriver (parentheses) as a weapon on her character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a craftsman. It's like a Harbor Freight.
4: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> Cheaper. That means you're gonna use it once and never be able to use it again. I mean, if you stab somebody.
4: <laughs> yes, right. Exactly. Different. All
1: right. So. All right.
4: Up the stairs we go.
1: So, um, did you give me the the bridge? Bridge should be laying there on the ground.
2: All right. I'm you had the that. bridge. I yeah, told the gun incident, you had the bridge. If memory search. Yeah, correctly. Yeah.
0: Okay. So as you walk around the corner, uh, you see that uh, Corvus uh, makes his way to the other side of the staircase goes into the main entryway where I described that there was a doorway that was closed that you guys did not go to kind of behind the seating area uh, where it had pocket doors Uh, the pocket doors are now like open by about 18 inches or so whereas before that was not Corvus stops looks around and looks back at you and just puts a finger to his mouth kind of quiet and makes his way over to the doorway and peeks in and then nods back side uh, the coast is clear as he slides the doors open. Uh, as you guys enter this room you see that it is indeed like a, a little library. Um, big mahogany desk in the middle, um, a hand-carved mahogany fireplace. It's probably the most elaborate uh, looking thing in the room, probably even in the whole house. Uh, built-in bookcases are also mahogany built to match the curve of the exterior wall, which has no right angles. Uh, the oak floor features a, a kind of a parquet type uh, border and a bunch of old original books line several bookcases on both sides of the room. Uh, several books are on the floor. Uh, some were turned over on the shelves themselves, uh, but no sign of anyone in the room at the moment. And as you look up, there is kind of like a second floor balcony type of thing where you can overlook the uh, room from the second floor. Corvus goes over and starts looking through some of the shelves.
4: Is there a place that looks like someone could hide, like a little nook cranny behind a chair or something like that? Um,
0: the room's not huge, but uh, um, if you want to give me a focus roll, you can uh, yeah. do a really good search of the room.
4: Or, like, a place where someone could have left, like, a window or a balcony that they could have, like, jumped out of or something is also what I'm looking for. Okay. It's not horrible. It's a two.
0: There are uh, some smaller windows, probably about uh, two foot wide by about four foot long. Uh, There's a set of three behind the desk Uh, that do not appear to be busted or open. Um, There is a larger window to the right side of the room opposite the doorway, uh, that also appears to be untouched and closed with some uh, draperies kind of barely uh, open, so only about a sliver of light is coming through. Uh, other than that, the um, balcony above you is the only other exit besides the main pocket doors.
4: I'd like to point up at the balcony. I want to
0: walk over to look
1: underneath the desk, to see if like, there's like, a George Constanza type compartment where somebody can like,
0: hang out under there. <laughs> Um, there's a, a wooden chair uh, old style like a very ornate backing to it and a uh, kind of velvet cushion um, does not appear out of the ordinary, it's a carpeted floor so there's no like trapdoor or anything uh, the carpet goes under the desk and under the uh, bookcases so there's no way it could lift the carpet up uh, and no one's hiding under the desk um, and as you guys are doing this cursory look around and Corvus kind of gets done uh, looking at one of the shelves and then immediately you just see him like turn quickly and his gun goes up to the balcony and uh, you all look instinctively as that direction as you see a silhouette of a man standing at the precipice of the balcony just kind of like leaning on the balcony railing looking down at you Uh, what you see is best way to describe him is if you've ever seen Back to the Future and how young george mcfly in 1955 looked with the slicked hair parted but instead of like you know thick black rim glasses he's got sunglasses on very thin svelte looking man a little gangly has a little bit of a uh glistening wet look to his skin kind of uh <laughs> damp <laughs> moist kind of like at the end's mouth look nate from uh a, kind of a fishy look to his face. Oh my still gosh, human. it's
3: Keanu Reeves. <laughs> <laughs> still
0: still human, but just kind of like a little bit, the, the cheeks are a little bit puffy, the the lips are a little bit uh, thin, yet, you know, just not bright. And he's wearing kind of a, uh, a black sweater with uh, kind of a, a Faux turtleneck that comes up just under his chin, and not holding anything in his hand, but, uh, sitting on the railing in his other hand is a, uh, a book about the size of you know, a large Bible. Hello.
2: Bonibus, I presume.
0: Yes. What brings all of you here to this lovely home?
4: I believe you have something we want.
0: What is that, my dear?
4: I believe it's that book that you're holding.
0: Oh this. I am returning this to my master. Who do you serve?
4: I look at Corvus.
0: Corvus Is this one of your kin? You brought a child with you. Tisk Tisk. Barnabas Good to see you again. Looking a little moist. You need a towel.
1: I was I gonna think- ask a that condition
0: Hmm. well
2: you ask who we serve we serve a higher power and I suggest you give over the book please
0: as interesting as I think this would turn out I must refuse you see the Fomor are very much about to change the world you see you can join us if you'd like I'll show you the book I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but I'm sure my master would be interested in determining the location of a certain item.
4: You said we could join you. We don't even know what your plan is. What do you mean by changing the world?
0: We are an ancient, ancient race, a race that was here before you monkeys even could speak. We're going to take back what was ours. There's plenty of room for servants. My master would be happy to oblige volunteers. I don't know if he would accept the old man. I don't think the old man would accept. Hardly. Corvus has already shown interest, haven't you, Corvus? See Corvus doesn't say anything. He just continues holding the gun out at him.
4: Eliza kind of shoots Corvus' this glance.
0: He doesn't look at you. He just says... It's part of the act, Eliza. Don't listen to him.
4: <sighs> she's gonna she's gonna run with it. She says, Alright, we'll say the Wraiths do want to join with the Fomor. We have to have a deal. What is your offer? You tell us exactly what it is that you're going to be doing with that book, and then I can take this back to she almost has to think for a second because she forgets the name. Lara to talk about a deal. She's, by the way, she's bluffing out of her butt.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, go ahead and roll a uh, a flare roll.
4: Okay. Can I use my emotional aura? It's like a plus one roll that would like be helped by being beguiling or whatever.
0: You can certainly try to quote another famous Dean.
4: <laughs> so um, without that, I have a six, a plus six. With it, I would have a plus seven.
0: Okay. Jesus.
4: Yeah, three fives and a four.
0: Uh, Barnum's did not roll very well. I can tell you that the book, hopefully, contains the location of a certain weapon. A weapon that was never thought to really exist. But belief in ancient things is usually based in truth. So that is what we're going to use. So it for. you're saying the sword is real? I don't know. I'm just the gopher, so to speak.
3: Hey, Matt. Yes. How does one get up onto this balcony? Is there a staircase in this room or like a door at the back? Underneath the balcony, and the balcony only sticks out
0: from the wall about four feet. It's a real thin balcony with a wall behind it. And there's a door off to the left corner uh, on the upstairs part. But in the under it, there is a kind of like a faux column that appears to have like a little latch on it, like you could pull it open like a, f- a hidden door. And you only see this because it is already cracked open.
3: Can I get that Phillips head screwdriver from Eliza? And mm-hmm. while Barnabas is to talking to these. Yet? Yeah, if I can just grab that and sneak over there while he's distracted talking to them, I'd like to climb up on the balcony.
0: Sure. Uh, you can roll uh, with um, either haste or, let's see. Or focus. Uh, let's see. Guile is more... Yeah. Guile would work or haste if you want to do it dexterously. Okay. That is a plus two.
4: Okay.
0: So you tied him. I will say that you managed to grab the screwdriver and make your way over without any apparent care or worry from Barnabas above you um, as he continues to listen to Eliza um, after he stated his last comment regarding the sword. So as far as you know, he's not too concerned about you.
3: Okay. I'm climbing up the stairs and looking for the nearest electrical outlet. (laughs) What? Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, you managed to find one. Uh,
0: As the stair kind of goes up real tight, uh, it's only about just a little over shoulder width, this little staircase going up. and at the top of the stairs, right in front of you, um, it, there is a little outlet, old-style outlet, uh, along the floor, right above the floorboard, on the second floor.
3: Okay, I want to take the outlet off the wall with the screwdriver. Okay. So this is
0: gonna take a few seconds. Um, what are the rest of you doing as you see Noah sneaking up the staircase as you're trying not to watch him so you don't bring attention to him?
1: Um, I got the little... Uh, Pull bridge in my hand. I'm just gonna start tapping on the ground. Now I I, I don't even I, I don't even know why I'm here. I'm kind of useless. Uh, I just uh, I got an email and that thought I was fake, and then there I am a couple days later. These guys. Um, uh, so if I wanna come join your side, um, do I have to stay as like this meaty flesh bag, or uh, do I get did somebody bite me and turn me into a vampire, or are there other things I can become, or? <laughs> Um, How's that work? <laughs> um, I don't know. You guys have a, is this some sort of a health plan? Four, yeah, 401k. Okay. 401k. Uh, is there K? dental? Uh, de- what about vision? Yeah. Um, I really don't have much going on anymore. Huh?
0: No, you could be implanted if you wish.
1: Well, implanted. What what, what? what? What does that entail? Like, I, I can like be, be implanted in somebody else's form? Oh, this. uh this is good.
0: It's not entirely. Without pain and suffering, however, once the process is complete, you will be more or less like me.
1: Does it have to do with the the, the complexity? Uh, Like, like, uh, like you look all wet?
0: (laughs) More or less.
1: More so than your really sweaty
4: personality.
0: Okay. Noah, you've probably got the thing off by now.
4: Okay. I'm trying to do anything I can to keep Barnabas' attention.
0: Ditto. <laughs> That's exactly what I was doing, too. Yeah, you're still trying to cast that kind of uh, aura. Vampire aura. Yeah. yeah, you're not sure if it's working, but you're still focusing on it. Uh, what do you Do doing? I get a
4: sense that uh, he's like...
0: Uh, no, you don't. You're not getting, getting any...
4: That I'm getting any condition from him? Yeah, okay. it's not... Any emotional feeding?
0: It's not... Visually or emotionally noticeable whether or not it's doing anything to him from your perspective.
3: Uh, Noah, what are you doing now? So I would like to attach... I would like to pull the live and neutral lines out of the wall. This is very old wiring. Is there... Something you haven't had a lot of experience
0: with, except, well, you do live in an old farmhouse that was converted into... So, I would say that, yeah, when you guys kind of renovated that house, you had some experience. with So, yeah, I'll uh, go ahead and roll a uh, Guile, as <clears throat> is going to be more dexter. With your fingers, trying not to electrocute yourself. Uh, Alistair, what are you doing this whole time?
2: I'm sure If I move, he's going to notice. So I'm just standing there letting them do their thing, honestly, right now. I have my sword. Yeah, because if, if I try to move or do something, he's gonna. He's not gonna be very happy. So I'm just kind of standing there with sword in hand and letting them talk him into and seeing whatever the hell Noah's doing.
0: And as you're watching him, you do notice the one person he is watching intently is you, Alistair.
2: Yeah. I figured it'd be itch.
4: Can I whisper to Corvus real quick? Sure. I just want to be like, say you shoot this guy, what's gonna happen?
0: Piss him off, probably. Just keep talking.
3: I have a flat zero on Guile. Okay. <laughs> what are you trying to do, Noah? I'm trying to get enough slack out of the wires that they could reach from the outlet. To Barnabas. Okay.
4: A lot of slack. Yeah.
3: Because yeah, where you're at,
0: there's a corner about four feet from you that opens up into this balcony. You don't see him at the moment, but from what you could remember looking from down below from this outlet to roughly about where he might be is probably about 10 feet. Probably not going to be able to get that much slack.
3: How much cord do I have left on this iron?
0: None. I'd say maybe like <laughs> six inches. Okay.
1: Oh, hopes
4: and dreams. I would I'm sorry, like I thought to... of a very dirty joke about six inches. Just <laughs>
3: okay. We'll just continue. <laughs> the average amount, Noah. Yeah. I would like to use my very last preparations knowledge point. So I don't have anything else in my bag after this, but I want to pull out an extension cord. Okay, Uh, tell you what. Or some wire. I could just have wire. Do you have a percentile dice on you? Uh,
0: I can. Go ahead and roll uh, a D100. Tell me what you got. L- lower the better. So 60. 60? Okay. <sighs> you don't have an extension cord. I will say what you have is a 8-foot s- length of uh, phone charger cable. That That's fair. That's fair. Okay. So USB on one end, like a USB-C or some whatever phone you have on the other end.
3: Okay. So I want to jam the um, AC line into the USB cable and jam the, uh, I'll use the screwdriver if I have to, but I want to jam the uh, USB-C
4: into the iron. Okay. And when uh, all
0: this is
3: done, I'm throwing it at Barnabas. Okay.
4: Can we see Noah doing this?
0: No, you can't no. see him from where he's at. He's kind of back about. Uh, six feet Into that little cubby Above uh, To the right of Barnabas To your left You don't see him at all So I will say For the sake of Not electrocuting yourself You do get a couple like Jolts uh, But you manage to Connect Metal to metal And get it Attached It'll take you a little bit of time Like 30 seconds And that time Is there anything I'm else You talking. guys wanted to say
1: I'm talking in between where you're talking, just saying the dumb shit that I was saying about. So when someone else's body be cut open and I be put inside of that body, like are they turned inside out? I'm really curious how this is going to work.
4: Listen, if you want the rights on your side, we have to at least know what we're working with. Let me see that book. It'll just be me. Horvus will stay down here. Everyone else will stay down here. I'll go up, take a look at the book, and I'll hand it right back to you. You said so yourself. I'm just a child.
0: Have the old man wait outside the house, and you have a deal.
4: Is Alistair gonna do that? Yeah,
3: oh no. <laughs> 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 Typical. You come up with all these sneaky plans, and the Knight of the Cross is just like,
1: I am here. Yeah.
0: So that, that's a, that's about thirty seconds. So okay, you can continue talking, but Noah's I gonna start acting. on what he wanted to do. Okay.
4: Tell you what, he just puts his sword away. He'll stand right there behind Corvus. It'll be like he's right outside the house.
0: Hand the sword to the reporter.
4: I look back at Alistair like, are you going to do this?
1: When he says it, I'm walking right over to Alistair.
4: (laughs) Put your hand down, give me the sword.
0: (laughs) So I imagine at this point, Noah, you were trying to sneak around to get line of sight. On Barnabas. Exactly. Line of sight would be nice. Roll a uh, haste, uh, guile for dexterity or haste for, or no, sorry. It would be guile for uh, sneak, right? Mm. Yes. I keep forgetting which one's which. Guile would be for sneak.
4: Hey, hey, it's a plus five. Yay. Can I just say that while I'm talking about this, I'm like very slowly walking towards the little like staircase entrance I'm not in it okay but I'm getting close
0: so you're kind of looking almost at this point almost straight up down up at Barnabas yeah. yep okay he did not roll good again Noah so he does not appear to notice you as you are now peeked around the corner looking at him he's about five feet from you
3: all right can I throw an iron five feet I think I can I think I can I think I can he's gonna try and toss it at whatever looks like the wettest possible spot on this sea creature's body. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only skin showing is like his head and his hands. Okay, I, this is cinematically interesting. It may not be smart, but it's going to be interesting. Uh, Noah will say, "Barnabas, catch!" <laughs> <laughs> you see the head kind of tilt to the right.
0: <laughs> uh, go ahead, roll. Um, go, you can use either flare for draw. Yeah, flare for drawing attention to yourself. I'm pretty good at that. Let's see. It's only a plus one. He's going to roll a defense, and this is going to be starting what dresden files basically is like initiative so you are acting first the way initiative works in dresden files is person that initiates some sort of combat then picks whoever they think would go next and so on and so forth whoever goes last gets the pick who goes first next round so i'll warn you if you have the bad guy go last he can then immediately go again the next round so think about how you want to. <laughs> I'm going to roll defense here. God, he's not rolling good. You're looking out. What are you aiming for?
3: I'm trying to lob it to him like an easy catch and hoping oh. that I that he gotcha. like catches it with his bare hands. Not aware okay. that this could be a
0: risk. He's going to roll for haste. Uh, he grabs the book and kind of backhands it, the iron, as it manages to just catch a piece of his hand and you see like a a bit of spark and the lights flicker in the room but it does he does not catch it he actually bats it away with the book so he does appear to have gotten a little bit of a shock but doesn't appear to like have done much damage to him
3: Uh, Noah will be like Noah will be over in the corner saying oh crap oh crap oh crap and take out a piece of chalk and draw a circle on the floor as fast as he can
0: (laughs) okay I'll say you manage to get the chalk out uh, the throwing the Iron and getting a chalk out will be your action this round. Fair. Who do you think would go next?
3: Eliza.
4: Please, please. (laughs) Okay. All right. Eliza hears her friend saying, like, hey, catch. And she's like, what the heck is he doing? Runs up the stairs. And basically, she's trying to run up as quick as she can to like body slam this guy. And at the same time, she yells down, Corvus, shoot him.
0: I will say, just so you know, this is not like a super high balcony, it's maybe seven feet to the bottom of it if you wanted to you could try to jump up do there. a superman leap and try to grab the and then hoist yourself over the railing but i'm just saying that just because cinematic that'd be amazing
4: i mean actually this will be great for the story because that's gonna be my last hungry point if i have to use my vampiric like physique for it
0: so i'll leave it up to you. Can I do that? You can it's try. Brute
4: strength or sheer speed is requisite. So do you feel like it would be like brute strength because I'm like just like leaping up to like body him?
0: Uh probably that's yeah. Yeah, because you're okay. tensing your muscles to get a vertical jump. Okay.
4: So what would you like for me to roll? Can I roll flare? Well, like what's I don't know. Well it would force? be it
0: would be force for strength.
4: Okay. Force. Okay. So then I'll use my last box of hunger and this is gonna be bad because that means that I'm gonna like go crazy. After this, like, I'm just, like, hungry and I'm going to eat somebody. <laughs> okay, let's go. Okay. um, All right. I mean, that is four, five, six. Jeez. Okay. So, plus six. She, like, vertical man jumps onto the railing, hoists herself up and tries to body slam this guy t- in hopes that he doesn't go after Noah. And at the same time, she's yelling, Corvus, shoot him.
0: Okay. Um. So, yeah, you jump up. You grab the floor where the railing is and you kind of pull yourself up with arm strength and then kind of do a, a, a side parkour move over it with your legs and are right next to him. And you're reaching out to him to grab him. Go ahead and roll a contested attack versus him. He's going to roll defense. Um, and you can use either force or um, haste if you want it to be strength, force, or if you want to be more dexterous about it, haste.
4: Uh, I'm going to use force then, because it's a little bit higher for me. I'm rolling really well. That's two sixes, a five, and a three, so that's five. Plus five.
0: He's going to defense. He's going to use force. That's... What did you have?
4: Plus five.
0: Plus five. He had plus six. This
4: is... Oof.
0: So, you do grab him. However, as you do, even though he's skinny, It's like solid. He doesn't move. It's like you you think he's going to be a pushover and he just does not even budge. Uh, His head turns towards you. He's like, not today. And he just pushes you back in the sternum with his off hand, his left hand, knocking the wind out of you as you go flying through the banister into the wall above the bookshelf over top of where alistair was standing and fall down to the ground kind of on your hands and knees um i will say that you take you can take uh stress which is which is basically damage fill in one of your six boxes for stress or you can negate stress by using like in peril for up to four but since it's only one point it might I'm gonna be- do stress okay So you take one point of damage as um, you feel what you think is a rib crack in your chest.
4: I don't think she even feels this because as she's like hulking out to get up like, and she gets like pushed back into the wall, she kind of falls on her hands and knees and you look and she looks up and you see that her eyes have become completely silver.
0: Yep. Almost can even see like the veins in her face, like this light pale pink as all the veins are almost visible through her skin, turning almost translucent white. Uh, who would go next after you, Eliza?
4: Corvus um, would be I've mine. chosen Corvus. Corvus. Okay. Yeah, because I told him to shoot him.
0: Okay, yeah, and he does. He is going to just start smoothly pulling the trigger. Well, at least I'm not rolling good for both good guys mm-hmm. and bad guys. <laughs> um, that was like three negatives and a positive. So that's a negative two plus his dexterity. So that's just a zero. Um, as I'm going to do defense again for Barnabas. He is going to use dexterity to try to dodge bullets, so to speak. Um, and he does manage to kind of sort of like do a duck and roll and then a somersault right towards you, Noah. And you're not sure if he got hit or not because he moved very quickly. As Barnabas or uh, Corvus gets off like five shots and the gun goes click, click, click. You see a bunch of bullets in the back wall. Um, Who would go after Corvus? Uh, I will let. Actually, since uh, Faye, since you picked Corvus, I'm not going to pick who goes next. I'll let uh, Faye pick who goes after Corvus.
4: I'll let Barnabas go so that um, we're not, like, you know, making him last. Okay. How
0: far back did you get Noah? Down, like halfway down the stairs, or did you? try to make it all the way
3: down, or? I didn't try to go down the stairs. I'm trying to draw a chalk circle instead. That's right, that's right. Okay. Not that I know whether this will stop for more or not.
2: (laughs) I saw it on Supernatural.
3: (laughs) I saw it on the Paranet. It must be true.
0: So Barnabas does this roll, and he comes up and then immediately springs over the banister as you see him disappear over the railing, Noah, as you're still at the top of the stairs looking over this opening. Uh, He lands on his feet and proceeds to reach into his pocket and pulls out something and just tosses it onto the ground and you hear this or you don't hear anything because it's carpet but any of you that would be within you know visual range so Alistair, Tobias and Eliza to some extent and Corvus would see what looks like this was a simple like hermit crab shell and it proceeds to secrete an inky black type smoke and that's his turn it's just it's maybe just surrounding it by about a foot diameter at this point but it's very clearly magic of some kind all right Um, I will say Alistair would go next
2: I am doing sacrificial blow Uh, I mark doom on my condition and inflict an immediately indefensible six shift hit to any opponent Uh, You may use Sacrificial Blow at any time during a conflict or in conjunction with an attack, adding the six shifts of value to the attack. I must uh, overcome Doomed before repeating this stunt.
0: Okay, so Doomed is kind of a longer-lasting effect that affects you negatively, whether it be psychologically or physically. How would you think that this would affect you in a way more psychologically or physically i'm assuming physically okay
2: be more logic i mean obviously i'd be stressed out because i want to protect the kids and at the same time it's like yeah i want to take this down but i think it would take more of a toll on my body than it would me mentally
0: okay yeah it makes sense two story-wise because i will say after your little uh, stunt with the uh, bullet hole uh-huh. I will say It took a little extra effort On your mental side Your your faith side To bring the sword to light As this shining Daylight just fills the room Can't even see the outline of the sword anymore It's just brighter than anything You've seen And you kind of all have to like Shield your eyes for a moment As you swing for this Barnabas. And you said six points of stress immediately?
2: Yeah, I, I can immediately six shift hit to an opponent.
0: Six shifts, okay. Yeah,
2: six shift hit. Plus, I do a regular attack, too.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll your regular attack, then add the six, and then I got to roll to see how much I negate. he <laughs> rolled negative two. still rolling back? Yep.
2: All okay. right, so that is...
0: So he only rolled... He only got a plus two.
2: All right, so I got... Ones and twos don't count, right? Or is those negatives?
0: Ones and twos are negative.
2: Okay. All right. I got a one, a two, and two sixes.
0: So that's zero okay. plus six plus whatever. Uh, are you using more decks? Well, actually, you would probably be using
2: force or guy go- or, uh, or force. Yeah, I would focus. say force. Force or focus are my two highest. So it's two focus. Or two, uh, two force, three focus.
0: Which would you choose in this moment? Focus or Probably actual strength?
2: Probably force, because strength okay. would be him swinging a sword.
0: Okay. All right. So go ahead and add that modifier to the zero plus your six. What do you have? So... Seven, eight. eight. So eight. you got... So yeah, you got uh, beat him by six. So he takes the full six points of damage as you swing out with this sword. Um... He attempted to dodge by rolling under the swing. Um, however, as he did so, you managed to clip the side of his head and his shoulder as you just see a line of spark almost, but not really spark, shoot out from where it touches him. And a groan of pain as he falls onto the floor and gets up a little gingerly onto one knee as you look and it's like almost like an angle of the side of his head and part of his ear is now gone and there's just like black seared skin and his shoulder has like a big kind of chamfer out of it too and he is now on one knee and one hand down on the ground as the book is still somehow in his right arm in the nook of his right arm so that is your turn uh so that only one left is Tobias. Intrepid
1: reporter. Uh, Tobias is gonna go over to the big desk, start searching through it because he has nothing he can do other than throw the fucking pool cue, <laughs> the, the pool bridge. Bridge. I'm gonna go search his desk to look for anything I can find to use, like a letter opener.
0: I mean, there's a little like lamp, the little one of those little green kind of study lamps that has the long glass green uh, top on it. There's a uh, calendar. There's a uh, paperweight. Uh, that looks like a uh, brass or bronze kind of bust of some person you don't know.
1: Bust him up! I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna grab that that bronze bust, and I'm just gonna run over to him and just try to smash him right on his head. Okay.
0: Go ahead and roll a f- force since force. it's gonna be strength.
1: Force. One thing I have nothing game. Six, five, a one and a two makes it even for
0: me yeah so it's zero plus your force modifier nothing for me so zero okay uh-huh. uh, still not good he's Swap. gonna use haste again so even with uh rolling two a negative two on the dice he has a plus four so he have got oh, a plus geez. two so he manages somehow to kind of skirt back onto his back and bring his legs out from under him, kind of do a backward somersault as he tries to avoid you awkwardly while still holding this book. So he's not really being real smooth about it, but he's quick and he's strong. And he just manages, you kind of come down and it kind of leaves your hand because it's so heavy and kind of bops down onto the floor. Um, and at this point now, you're two feet from this little shell and the smoke is starting to envelop around your feet and it's cold very cold and feels kind of moist uh, kind of like a wet very wet uh, heavy mist um, who would start off the next round Tobias
1: um, can I make it myself you can You can. I am going to run over and try to grab that book from him and take it away ah, my feet are cold this isn't comfortable. And I'm just going to okay. run over to him and get to try to grab the book.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll either force or haste and give yourself a additional negative one. Oh, fuck. Uh, six, five, six, eight, eight, three.
4: By the way, I'm listening to a playlist right now of classic rock and back in black just came on <laughs> and it's like so good.
0: <laughs> Only thing more fitting would be Thunderstruck.
4: Thunderstruck!
3: <laughs> I tried that. It didn't work okay math I got a three
0: three well he rolled a negative four on the dice all oh my negatives. God. so he had a zero <laughs> so somehow how do you how do you pull this book out of his arm
1: it, it's it's one of those weird kinda my feet are cold I see the book I start to trip over myself and as I try to gather myself I kind of accidentally grab the book like from my left hand grabbing it from underneath his Uh, right arm and I just kind of twist around as I'm just trying to gain composure it it looks like I intended to do it but by no means (laughs) did Tobias attempt to grab this book it was more of like him trying to hold himself up instead of falling and standing in that cold mist
0: okay yeah so I see you throwing this paperweight you kind of your weight is going forward you kind of fall down in front of him on your knees and the book's right there and you grab it and his injury appears to have weakened him to a point where somehow you've surprised him enough to pry it from his hands, and you kind of fly backwards against the desk as your back hits the desk, and you kind of hit your head a little bit, kind of smarts, but no actual damage. Um, However, the position you're in now is you are now starting to get enveloped by this black inky smoke, and it's cold, and it's starting to hurt. Who's going after you?
1: I hold the book up, Alistair! All right. I'll grab the book from him.
0: Okay. And then what? I'll give you one more little kind of thing to do.
2: Can I... Well...
0: so say that's equivalent to like a bonus action. Okay. What you just did, so...
2: All right. I'm going to grab the book from him, and can I like kick the shell thing like away?
0: Give me a focus to see if you can determine where the shell is is it now surrounded okay, by this impenetrable black inky smoke in about a three foot diameter about two feet up from the ground at this point
2: okay that would be a uh, four
0: four was the number you needed so <laughs> i was gonna say a plus four or better so yeah you somehow managed to connect with this three inch long hermit crab shell at least you think and you hear it hit the far side of the room, opposite corner from where the rest of you are. And the smoke follows with it, except for the smoke that was already there is still clinging to the surrounding area. But it's not expanding right there. So, who would go after you?
2: One of the other two upstairs. I don't care. Uh, I think probably Faye would be the next
0: up. Okay. Eliza. All right.
4: He's great. Bad Moon Rising just came on. I'm like, yes. Uh, (laughs) So I think as this is happening, you know, Eliza, you see her look up. She's completely changed. She's like normally like a pretty good looking girl. But now she's just like terrifying looking with her like silver eyes and like these veins just coming on her skin. And she almost like leaps up almost like like an animal from her all fours. And I think she would just, like, leap directly onto Barnabas if she can. Um, And she's going to bite him in the neck. Okay. Just Because I think my saliva does something, and it allows for emotional vampire where I can, like, engender overpowering emotions in another character via physical contact. And if I do that with my saliva, it's, like, even more. Well,
0: I think Red Court have an effect with their saliva. I mean...
4: I think I do as well, though, but it's like um, they have like a little like weird thing where they can create like weird slaves or whatever yeah. with their like saliva. But I think my saliva just makes people like.
0: Yeah, it'll help. I mean, it'll it'll yeah. give you like a a bonus. Um,
4: it's the physical contact. Really.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's the physical contact and it's the uh, the emotional aura that you put off that is the bigger issue here. So you're going to just go all out on him with your. Demon side and yeah. try to bite him in the neck.
4: Yep. Uh, right. What would you like for me to roll? And basically, I'm trying to clear my hungry. If he actually like dies in if this you process, di- yeah. If
2: he dies, you get you clear your hungry by doing that. You get two boxes taken off by sucking on him. Basically, you. T-
4: yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. I- and it, it's a weird feeling too because it, it's anger, but there's a w- weird sense of. Lust in your emotions right now, and it—it's kind of grossing you out, but you can't control it. It's like you're not seeing. You
2: really want Long John Silver. Yeah, stuff
0: yeah. <laughs> it's like you're just so hungry that you know you need this physical contact with a living being right now, and that's the yeah. only thing that's going to help. And you just go all out, no holds barred on this guy. Mm-hmm. I will say it, it can be either force for a physical, purely physical, or you can use your focus to focus your demonic energy side, your emotional side on him, and Mm. literally suck his life force out.
4: I don't have a lot of focus, so I'm just gonna use force. Okay. And Hotel California just came on.
1: (laughs) And and Chris, while she's rolling,
4: really? Long John Silvers?
1: How How is that the one that comes to mind? He's a fish creature. Okay.
4: Yes. I got a plus four. Plus four? Yeah. I have a six, five, and another five, and then I add plus... I
2: guess a bone fish might have worked better. Oh,
4: wait, no. Yeah, six, five, and then I plus two. So, four.
0: He is going to use force to try to push you off of him. Uh, Two. So, he, he seems to be rolling good only against you for some reason. He rolled a oh, plus, plus six. Jeez. However... He manages to push you off from biting his neck. However, you are still holding on to him, and the damage is being done. Uh, so you have, for all intents and purposes, incapacitated him. However, he is still alive. However, he is.
4: Can I take off two hungry boxes though?
0: You can, as you are still yeah. sucking energy out of him, so to speak. Uh, so you guys see this, uh, except for Noah. Noah, you, I'm assuming, would go next, unless you want Corvus to.
4: This is, like, really scary looking, too. She's, like, it's, like, not at all attractive whatsoever. She, this is just, like, demon. That's what,
3: that's up to Faye, right? Who goes next? Yeah, you want Corvus oh, yeah. or Noah
4: to go next? Uh, I'm gonna have Noah go next.
3: All right. So Noah has, to his own surprise, not been attacked. So he stops short, drawing his little chalk circle, <laughs> and is going to run downstairs. Is there a vase around? Also, I still have Into Deep marked, so feel free to say no to any of these questions. And is my electrical uh, makeshift taser still intact?
0: Uh, I will say that the cord snapped because it was just Jimmy rigged in there, um, so that is no longer electrified. The uh, There is a little bit of sparks coming from the outlet you can see and a little bit of smoldering going on by the wall and if you run down the stairs I will say you do see what appears to be kind of like a what do you call them the uh, the fireplace sets where it has like the little shovel the poker the uh the little broom and this little brass kind of stand uh against the fireplace
3: okay is there a vase or like an umbrella holder or a bucket or a basin or something
0: um you would have to cross over by where the smoke is coming out of this thing and or through it to get to where you see some of those items because you would be passing immediately immediately past the fireplace first um and then you'd be either heading towards either the group in the middle of the room or towards the back corner by the desk where this inky black smoke is coming from
3: Okay, I want to grab the biggest vase or decorative thing that I can find and put it over top of the smoke bomb. Okay, so you would have to go into the smoke to grab something like that, is that? Yeah, I'm cool with that.
0: Okay. I'll say you find what appears to be an antique spittoon.
3: Of course. Yes. Yes, yes.
0: And give me a focus roll as you try not to trip over something or hit your foot on the corner of the desk in this kind of black smoke that's filling that corner of the room now. That's a plus two. Plus two. Okay. That's good enough. You manage to pick it up and you uh, do take um, one point of stress from the cold that hits you all of a sudden and kind of makes your knees kind of almost give out from Mm -hmm. weakness. Gross. Roll a second focus to see if you can find the source of the smoke. You can see where it's expanding, but you cannot see the shell. You might have to get on your hands and knees and feel around for it. That's a plus three. Okay, do you get on your hands and knees, kind of almost where your face is almost going into the smoke? If I need to, yeah. Okay. About ten seconds goes by, and you manage to find this freezing cold. It's almost like touching dry ice and holding onto it, like liquid nitrogen, and you immediately pull your hand back, and it sticks to your hand for a second. You kind of shake it, and you hear it fall down. You put the brass spittoon over it but you take two more points of stress as you look at look at your hand and like the skin it immediately kind of like the first few layers of skin came off of your hand like stuck it to something cold
3: and i clear into too deep uh what, what does it say you have to do to clear into too deep uh while take checked, stress? you have an aspect that puts you in danger confront or evade the threat to clear
0: uh the threat is still there as you're still sitting in this smoke right now okay that makes sense so you're kind of literally in too deep at the moment. <laughs> that's what I was going for. Gotta have that flavor. So, uh, Corvus, I assume, would be... Has Barnabas gone second round yet?
2: No, he has not. I would prefer okay. him to go next then
4: Corvus.
0: Yeah, sure, let's have Bar- Barnabas go next. Okay. So, he is hurting. Saw so you grab the book. That is what he is after. He is going Still to... Still
4: tr- has Eliza on top of him, oh, that's by right, the way. That's
0: right, that's um, right. So, with a massive penalty, he is going to try to Not even throw you off of him, but try to make his way to Tobias as your back is against the desk. And try to literally swing and punch you in the head.
1: With Eliza on top of him.
0: With a huge uh, negative to his roll. (laughs) Come on bad rolls. Come on bad rolls. Not good again. So that negative one on the dice. Force plus four. That's three. And I was going to give him a negative two. So that's a plus one. Give me a defense roll using dexterity so uh guile or haste sorry haste five
1: five six and three so that's, that's a plus three. three
0: plus three plus plus your uh oh, yeah, haste. Add,
1: add in the haste. Yep.
0: yeah so that you, you that. actually somehow just move your head out of the way as his fist goes one inch into this mahogany desk just missed having your head smashed in
1: oh that's mahogany huh it smells he so takes
0: good two more points of stress i don't know what i'm doing here anymore okay
4: is it too early that highway to hell is playing <laughs>
0: <laughs> so corvus is last um he is going to the gun is empty he is going to flip it in his hand grab it by the barrel and just whack whack, pistol whip him right off across the temple not bad plus one plus force that's plus four let's see what he rolls for defense he's got another negative because his back is to him
1: matt are you so playing yeah, with no, yourself
0: he, uh, what's that you were playing with yourself <laughs> no, no. Um, so you guys see him come up and just right into the side of Barnabas's head as he hits him with the bear, the handle of his gun and his head snaps to the side and a spray of kind of like grayish green blood goes flying against the wall and some of you get a little bit of splatter on your body and your face.
1: I'm sure he got a lot more because I'm right next to him, right? <laughs>
0: Yeah. As in your grasp, Eliza, he falls completely limp and the essence of feeding ends abruptly as the, he is no longer apparently alive. However, you do recover from your hungry, so I will say you go back to zero as you've got enough to bring you back to reality.
1: Nice. So Eliza's on top of him as his body is limp. I'm sitting there right next to him.
0: Yeah, and the smoke is still, like, hovering on the floor now, almost like a dry ice type of thing, but like a thicker material, and you, you want to get out of it. So I will say you guys managed to get out of it. You take one more point, though. By the time you get out of it, uh, Tobias and Nate, you take one more point uh, of stress.
1: Okay, so two. I only had one.
0: How much total stress do you have, Nate? Four. Okay, so you... You guys would see Nate struggling as he just barely kind of makes it out of this inky black smoke and, like, falls to the ground, just shivering and pale and just weak, barely can stand up.
4: I'm I, I, I fine. I just can't feel my, my toes. I think we need to take him to the hospital. I
2: say we have the book and we leave.
4: We take the book. I think Eliza's gonna bodily pick up Noah. You see this like 5'2 2 girl picking up this like 6'2 dude, just like fireman carry him over her shoulders.
3: I'm fine. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really fine. I can, I can, I, I can stand up. You're
0: kind of blacking in and out at this point, Noah.
3: Hey, Is everybody hey, getting hey, up? Toby.
1: I'm, I'm getting up.
3: Oh my, I got.
1: have to go back to the, back to the thrift store get him in a jacket.
0: You start to smell a little bit of smoke, too, coming from the staircase going up to the balcony.
1: <laughs> Is there an electrical
3: fire? <laughs>
0: Possibly. I was going to search the desk before, but
1: I'm going to take a few moments to search the desk to see if there's anything worth uh, snagging in there. Listen, it wouldn't
3: be a Dresden Files game if there wasn't at least a little bit of arson.
2: Right, and yeah. that the truth. So, basically, I'm going to tell Corpus to help his niece up and out, uh, considering she just fed for the first time and he's the only one that's going to understand that situation. I am going to use my sword as a cane and take the book and make sure everyone's up as we start to leave.
4: Yeah, Eliza will go with Corvus and Fireman carry Noah down the stairs from the library.
3: Uh, Noah kind of blearily raises his hand.
0: Tobias, at this point, you would have to kind of go in about ankle deep of that black inky stuff oh, to get okay. I, anywhere I near it. the desk.
1: No, never mind then. I will not <laughs> deal with that.
3: Okay.
4: Yes, Noah? Uh, professor?
3: Yes, Noah? Did, did, I, I, I I, think my homework is going to be late. <laughs> I,
4: <laughs> I thought it was the end of the semester. Yeah, we're at the end of semester on
2: break, but I promise I will give you extra credit. <laughs> I hold up the book as we walk out
3: (laughs) You see a single tear drip from Noah's eye
0: (laughs) Okay, so you guys make your way out Um, Corvus heads out first and does a quick cursory look around manages to make sure no one is in eyesight as you would be leaving the scene of a crime make your way to your vehicle Corvus helps you get Noah into the car Uh, What do you do, Eliza, once Noah is safely in the back seat? Or do you put him in the front?
4: Uh, No, I think he has to, like, lay across the back seat.
0: Okay.
3: (laughs) Or in the trunk. Which is
4: very scrunched. Very scrunched for someone who's 6'2 in the back seat of a Toyota Uh, Corolla.
3: Can can, can, can we turn on the the heat?
4: Yeah, I blast the heat, even though it's, like, summer, I guess. Uh, I turn to Corvus, and I say, I guess I have to thank you.
0: Uh Oh. Is that right? Well... I know a good way you can thank me. What's that? Lara wants that book. What are you going to use it for?
4: Uh, where's the professor at this point?
0: Uh, he, uh, he would in, be walking within. I
4: didn't either, say, either in the car or by the car. Can you? Did you hear that?
0: If you're close, I mean, would you be hanging close enough with them? You tell me, or would you be kind of watching?
2: I'm going to let it slide and say no. And I'm more focused on making sure no is okay. Okay.
0: okay, so I'll say you two walked around the side of the car while... He's helping Noah stabilize. And I'll
4: say that I can do. My one request is, I'm coming back to Chicago with you to meet Laura.
0: What about your parents?
4: They probably shouldn't have waited to tell me about this. Hmm. But now that this has happened, I think I need to get to know the rest of my family a little bit better. Don't you think?
0: Just, uh, be wary what you wish for. But I respect your decision, and I agree you can come with me but i get the book is that what you're saying
4: no i'm saying i'm going with you to chicago we both hand it in to laura
0: as long as lara gets it that's all i'm asking if she if you're offering the book to lara you can come with me
4: well i don't need it
0: deal holds his hand out i shake it and then he straight faced now or are you going to make sure your friend is taken care of
4: i'm going to take him to the hospital
0: okay call me on that number When you're ready to leave, I'll find a place to lay low.
4: I nod, and I get back into the car.
0: Okay. And he jogs fairly quickly to his car out on the street.
4: Oh, I'm going to ask him to take Tobias, actually, because I don't think we're all going to fit in the car if one person's laying across the backseat. Like, I could literally Uh, only fit one more
1: person in the car. Noah's Noah's feet are probably just, like, kicked up, like, over my lap, and then (laughs) Alistair's bag is probably just, like, on top of me. My feet are all in your face. My
3: shoes have, like, a little bit of ice on them.
1: He can use my chainmail armor as his uh, pillow. As I'm sitting there, uncomfortable as hell, I'll reach into my right pocket very awkwardly and pull out one recorder and then reach into the other pocket from the left side and pull them out. (laughs) Hit the stop button on
0: both. Uh, you notice that all your electrical devices have stopped working.
4: No! shit.
0: As you were surrounded by this strong magical essence, anything electronic is pretty much dead. That was touching that black smoke.
1: Wonder, wonder how far it got. <laughs> That's a whole. Day. I'm literally sitting in the back of the car talking to myself. There's still gonna be something to get out
0: of here. So <laughs> this is just strictly for uh, Noah and uh, Tobias. Any any electronics you had on you are literally dead right now. Watches, cell phones.
3: I have brain freeze and I don't know this.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start driving towards um, St. Joseph's Regional Medical Center. Oh, you looked it up. I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's either that or a memorial. So, <laughs> I felt like the uh, the saint one was more fitting with the theme. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so that would be the one Alistair recommended. Yes. Um, skip ahead a few days. Eliza, you are walking into the hospital room to check on Noah. Noah, you are feeling better. Uh, you were diagnosed with an odd case of severe frostbite and some uh, skin, not grafting, but like just remo- uh, skin scarring on your hand. Uh, some hypothermia? Se- yeah, I guess that would be what you call it. That's what I was thinking of. And they have your hand, they have your hand wrapped and they have kind of like your ankles Wrapped from uh, where your extremities had kind of frozen, Um, but you're feeling much better. Uh, I will say that uh, Tobias, you are in the room already, kind of talking with Noah as Eliza enters. Hey, Matt. Go ahead.
3: On a scale of one to 10, how many toes did I lose? I say you lost, well, let me roll for it. Let's see here.
0: If it's a negative, I'll say you lost two, zero, you lost just your pinky toe, and plus you didn't lose any. You're good. Just a little numb, but didn't lose any toes.
3: Aw, oh, man, I wanted a epic scar. Oh, well, I'd probably have one on my hand. You'll probably have uh,
0: persistent numbness in parts of your hand and also your feet for several years. So, uh, what do you guys uh, say when you come into the hospital?
1: I, I would like to know how much stuff I lost. Did I lose everything up until that, or uh, everything after that point of where electronic could stop from
0: that mist? The digital one is completely Lost, Lost Cause. Okay. Uh, the one that had a cassette? Yep. You had everything up until you hit that magical smoke. Okay.
1: Tobias would be sitting in this room. Would have probably been there for a couple hours just to chit-chat with Noah on and off, but uh, laptop on my hand, just it working on transferring and writing, and just shooting stories back and forth about like all the insanity that just happened days ago.
0: And I assume Eliza is at this point feeling comfortable in noah's recovery um have you would you have told them what your plans are
4: no not quite yet i think i come in with like one of those like hospital balloons that's like attached to those <laughs> like bears or whatever that's like get well soon and i have like his favorite snack what's your favorite snack noah
3: Ooh, what is noah's favorite snack it's a Biddle good question honey. <laughs> <Biddle> honey.
4: <laughs> that's random <laughs>
3: i feel like it's pocky I feel like it's okay. probably Pocky. And, she, I think
4: and it's she's got favorite. like a bunch of boxes of like Pocky. Where do you get Pocky in South Bend? Can you get Pocky Global in South Asian Bend? Market? I, I've
2: never
0: yeah, seen can. it, so I don't no, know where you would get can. There's a couple Asian a stores. and Yeah. It's common now.
4: Uh, Yeah. So that's what she brings. Bunch of boxes of paki, the little like bear that you get from like the hospital, like gift shop that says get well soon with like a big balloon that says get well soon.
3: Can the balloon have like a penguin on it and say stay cool or something?
4: (laughs) Oh, god, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's like entirely in bad taste. It's actually a balloon attached to a penguin that says stay cool. Oh, gosh. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no one loves it. Just, just chill.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So she brings that in. Um, sits down and says, "Hey, you're looking better."
3: I feel um a lot warmer and a lot more awake. And um, Toby's been chatting with me. It's it's been good. I uh, th- I love the penguin.
4: Oh yeah, like the joke.
3: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good. Frostbite. Stay cool. Yeah. It's, uh...
4: <laughs> so listen, I'm dropping out of college. What? I'm not going back for the next semester.
3: But we were going to be classmates and study together. And I mean, my parents aren't going to let me go back if you're not taking classes.
4: Well, I don't know how many vampires go to college.
3: I mean, they go to college in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like
4: for a whole season. I mean, I might come back, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I don't know about me and about the Wraith family I've been doing a little bit more research, and apparently the Wraiths are like a little, you know...
3: Yeah, it's a little sketch.
4: So I, I'm going to go to Chicago. I'm going to go with Corvus. And I feel like I just got to figure out who I am at this point before I, I go back. I mean, it just seems really silly to study, like, film arts when I can, like, literally kill people.
3: Noah looks thoughtful for a minute and gets like a steely expression on his face. Well, I'm coming too.
4: You're going to come to Chicago and meet the Wraiths?
3: you you got to have somebody to watch your back, right? I've been safe with you this whole time, so...
4: I mean, I guess, but like, from what I hear, Lara's not a nice lady.
3: Yeah, all the more reason for you to have somebody to that you can trust.
4: I mean, it makes me feel better, but... I hope you know what you're getting yourself into.
3: I, I, I don't want to be here. I don't want to run the... I don't want to work in the store forever, and I want to study, but we're we're learning things, and if my best friend is in danger, I'm, I'm going with her.
4: Well, I guess we're going to Chicago. <laughs> One more thing. Yeah? Before I can go to Chicago, I have to get that book to Laura.
3: You're giving the book to the Wraiths?
4: That's what Corvus said.
3: I guess... They did help us take them down. Maybe they're not all bad.
4: Right. I mean, it's just a book, right?
3: Maybe right? we should let Professor McCrory look at it first.
4: Yeah. Or make but a copy or a I scan ha- or
3: something. We Maybe we want to know the information before we just hand it over.
4: I think I have to give it over.
3: Yeah. I, I, yeah, that makes sense. But let's...
4: But you're right. Let's read it maybe first. Maybe we can figure out what's in it. Study session.
1: As all that is going on, Tobias has big headphones over, has no idea what's going on. It's just face deep in his laptop, knees kicked up, just typing away. No clue this conversation's happening.
3: So you in the pub editing podcasts.
1: Not editing, writing.
3: Oh, you just do the writing in the pub. Never mind, you're listening.
1: Didn't hear a single thing.
3: While you're sitting there, Tobias,
0: you get uh, an email notification. Uh, It's from your boss at the newspaper, the head editor. Um, he says, interesting call I had today. Somebody named, uh, Anthony works, uh, for one of the large, uh, industries here in town, one of the trucking companies. Um, had some things to say about you and your, uh, dealings at that fire at the Oliver mansion about three days ago. I you to come in and, uh, answer some questions there's gonna be some things I need to find out I'm a little bit worried this gentleman was not very calming made some idle threats you need to come in and then it regards you no know, mr. Johnson whatever so you got that you kind of put it in the back of your mind um, go to we'll go towards like kind of an epilogue here uh, now it has been three days. Would Alistair have already taken time to look at this book?
2: Alistair has taken time to look at the book and contacted a sleek, white-dressed woman from the Valdora, whatever.
0: Miss Miss, uh, Vogel? Vogel, there you go. Um, Biggest question. At some point, Eliza would have had to confront Alistair about the book. Would you have made copies and taken the copies to Petra? Or would you have taken copies with Corvus to Chicago? Where would the original book have gone?
2: I've not given up the book. One of my aspects is this belongs in a museum. <laughs> and I've not no way given up the book. So, But I'd be interested enough to the fact that it's this whole thing has led up to um, that there's a possibility of the Sword of Damocles actually being an actual artifact not just a parable mm-hmm. um, I would have made anything after researching the book for a few days and going through it I would have made copies of anything substantial that I did before handing it over to the uh,
0: Okay, and you would know Eliza from talking with Corvus once since you left that Just the information is all Lara wanted. She didn't care about the actual book itself. It was the information contained within. So as long as she gets that information and it's all there, she's fine with copies from what Corvus discovered.
4: Yeah, then I would confront the professor to ask him for that information.
0: Okay. I would say, well, would you have any problem doing that, Alistair?
2: I'd be a little weary. Uh, Be honest, I mean, I'd happily give her the knowledge, but... At the same time, I'd be very weary of why she'd want it.
0: What would you tell him, Eliza?
4: I want to know what's inside that book. What's the big deal? Why is everybody fighting over this thing? I want to know what's in it.
0: Well, simple,
2: my dear. It seems that my original theory is correct, that this is a weapon, an ancient artifact from Roman times. The sword itself is an actual item, and this book has information... On what it is, and
4: possibly, if I've
2: read it correctly,
4: that how to find it.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: You know I haven't been the best student, but of all things, you've gotten me interested in Greco-Roman history, so I borrow that information and read it? I somehow
2: doubt that you want extra credit. Why are you so interested in this all of a sudden? Understandable, we went through a lot of, um, shit to go through, Fun.
4: yes. Well, as you know, a lot of things have changed in the last week. <clears throat> there seems to be a lot that I and don't a, know I about. I literally
2: do that to I, yeah. I do the vampire thing. <laughs> a little
4: vampire teeth <sighs> yeah. thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes, I understand you've had an awakening.
4: Yes, and there seems to be a lot that I don't know about the supernatural world. And I think I need to learn more about it.
2: Very dangerous thing, y'all. Crossing into, I want you to know that.
4: I'm a very dangerous thing. You don't have
2: to be, child, remember that. You don't have to act on your instincts as much as your cousin is putting it out to you. You have control. You have the abilities. I know people that can help you on a different
4: route. I think what's gotten me into this is not knowing exactly what's been going on. So I feel like getting more knowledge is only better. I, I'm i going to go to my cousins in Chicago to learn more about myself and my family. And honestly, I also need to learn more about exactly what's happening with this sort of Damocles. Should well, I roll? Should we roll?
0: No, no, this is purely roleplay. You guys work it out.
2: So you're going to turn this information over to Laura. I see. Well, I would... Get I will there. say this,
0: Pat or Chris, real quick. Last night, this might help you make a decision. You had a dream, a vision almost. A very lucid dream. Had dreams like this before. The gist of it was a feeling of your time is done. You've done the work that was needed of you. And a name popped in your head. Deliver the sword. Someone named Harry dresden chicago illinois wizard
2: well i am very curious on the artifact and helping i'll go with you to take the information if i can find out more about the artifact itself plus i have a few things to take care of that way in chicago
4: if you don't mind traveling with Corvus and I, then that's totally fine.
0: And Noah.
4: <laughs> and
2: Noah.
4: <laughs> You're like, oh, well, Noah, heck, no. <laughs> I was
2: going to say that with uh,
1: Tobias.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck no. Oh, not Tobias. Uh,
1: oh, just wait. Just wait.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So in the interest of like uh, epilogue, yeah, you guys I- <laughs> make well, your way to, to, to Chicago. Chicago no. Perhaps we will revisit that in the future. Tobias, the next week or so of your life is a little tumultuous as you discover that you now have a sort of a hit out on you by the local syndicate. And at one point you realize that everyone is going to Chicago. Might be a good time for you to get out of town yourself.
1: Yeah, so Tobias is going to, with that wad of cash that he took, no one else questioned nobody questioned it, yeah. is uh, he is going
0: to... Corvus knows a good strip bar.
1: He's going to take a copy of one of the tapes that he had, <laughs> not respond to his boss's email until the day he wants to set something up. And he's going to send it to not only his boss, the police, but also the mobsters. That he's going to be in a specific spot at a specific day, and there will be uh, some random phones uh, live streaming all of this as Tobias was left out of most of the conversations of everybody else leaving for Chicago um, no one asked him but he was still in the whole same text chat
3: <laughs> that tracks, Tob- that tracks.
1: <laughs> Tobias <laughs> is gonna set everything up so not only do the, does one of the, the cassette copy he had of everything that he witnessed in that house is on tape up until that one moment where it stopped. There'll be a letter that goes to the the police department, to the mobsters, and to... The newspaper? Yeah, the newspaper. And Tobias will set it up for the specific time where everybody said that they are leaving. And as everyone is packing up that Toyota Corolla, Tobias walks up. So, uh... Going to Chicago, huh?
4: And in the background, you just hear for the cars playing um, all that jazz (laughs) from the (laughs) musical Chicago.
0: Uh, who's riding with Corvus?
1: It's a really awkward to see him in the back seat. No, I think I, I think it all honestly, no one would. We'd all jump into
2: <laughs> the
3: fucking car. Okay. I just okay. think,
2: yeah, I, I don't think anyone would. There's plenty of room.
3: Anyone who want to ride with me? Uh, no. No. <laughs> Even Tobias. No it.
0: You see him pull up, and he's got two uh, people in the car already with him one one female, one male both look to be enjoying themselves already. Just some random folk he's hanging out with.
1: Hey, did you uh, did you bring uh, lunch to go? <laughs>
0: he smiles, gives you a wink, puts the sunglasses up, see you in Chicago and burns out. <laughs> You've got the address to the wraith compound in the gold coast of Chicago as you guys make your way About 90 miles west to Chicago, Illinois, to continue this new trek into the world of the supernatural and the unknown.
1: I would like to see. think as we're driving up one way, there's just a bunch of cop cars like shooting back the other way.
0: Yeah, it's literally <laughs> the blues brothers. brothers.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and and, and as, as as we hit the as we hit the bypass, it's like may god be with us.
0: <laughs> Everyone.
4: And meanwhile, just come on babe, why don't we paint the town and all that jazz.
0: <laughs> and that will end our short shot of the Dresden Files here on the cast of many things. I want to thank you all for joining us on our adventure. Thank you for sticking with us in this long finale episode.
1: And I want to thank you, Matt, for running this, because I know you're a big Dresden fan, and I know it, it's been a long time coming for you that you've been wanting to do this, and I'm so glad we finally got a chance to do it. Yeah, we've been talking about this for, what, like
2: five years now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: easily, easily. So I appreciate yeah, thanks, you man. guys playing in this game with me. I had a blast. I hope you did, too. As always, if anyone wants to reach out to us, I can be found on Twitter at Longfellow underscore Matt. Uh, Patrick, where can folks find you?
1: Everybody can find me on the Twitters at Professor PFM, and also over on the Misfits
0: Get to Venturing as the Dungeon Master. Chris, what about you, sir?
1: Chris, Gate Jumper
2: Two Ps or Gate Jumper One Two Ps. We you. <laughs>
0: Yes, Faye. What about you?
4: Uh, I'm Faye. Thank you so much for DMing this. This is great fun. I loved playing Eliza, um, becoming a White Court vampire. Um, you can find me on the Twitters at Capfeca. You can also find me at my other podcast at How the Quest, and of course on a lot of the projects on Cast of Many Things.
3: And lastly, Nathan. You can find me in a car speeding toward the windy city with my hand raised, asking repeatedly, "Are we there yet?" <laughs> <laughs> Or on Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. Hold my finger, I can't feel it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Children.
0: Shut up, Alistair. Yes, as the car pulls away into the sunset and your adventure begins. Thank you all for joining us on our adventure this episode. If you want more content, Please follow us on Twitter at CastOManyThings. And all of our episodes can be found by searching cast o many Things on Podbean, iTunes, or any app of your choice. If you enjoy our content, feel free to leave us a rating and review. We will read it on one of our podcasts if you do. If it's a good review. That's a, I'm a poet. And I don't even know it. My name is Longfellow. <laughs> Lastly, we also have an email at <laughs> CastOManyThings at gmail.com and a Facebook page under the same name. Point is we absolutely That's <laughs> <laughs> The point is we absolutely would love to hear from you guys. Our amazing, wonderful fans. We'll see you all next time.
2: Bye. 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 Stay cool.